What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 339. We're here on Tuesday, January 4th. It is now 2022, midterm election year. We hope you all had a great Christmas, a very happy new year, and of course, Matt, a joyous Kwanzaa. Joyous Kwanzaa, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wonderful Kwanzaa cake that I made with all the nuts. And, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> what's the name what the f- her name sandra lee yeah yeah <laughs> can you imagine i was like can you imagine if that segment aired like today today yeah. oh my god you know she would have been skinned alive no, one, no one's allowed to have any fun anymore that's basically the world we live in now just uh, date nipple rings you know oh my god it's uh, true it's true <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, let's get into the news because a lot happened while we were uh, on a little hiatus there, even though it was a lot, but it was not a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. There, yeah. there was like some news, but it was pretty boring most of the time. Well, Harry so, Reid died. Yeah, we're going to get to the deaths at the end. Yeah, okay. We're going to get to the dead. There was a couple notable deaths, so we'll get to the deaths at the end. But yeah, that was the one I was not sad about, Harry yeah. Reid. You know. yeah. Let's start off with... Uh, with joe biden here okay because this is definitely a mad headline so i could just tell right away (laughs) (laughs) i can tell this is your story right away the problem is joe biden offered to progressives that totally blew up in his face what 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 happened basically that you know that he was going to get joe manchin on board for this (laughs) build back better yeah yeah he was gonna listen mr i've been here since 1973 you know, I'm the deal maker. I'm the king of norms. I'm Mr. Yeah. Procedure. I will get Joe Manchin on board. And then Joe Manchin, like, basically, like, him over on live television with Brett Baer. And now. Which was amazing. And that, that happened right before we yeah. took our hiatus. Yeah. Now you have all these moderate Democrats who are like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll roll the dice on this. You know, I'll, I'm, you know, he's my, he's the president. He's the leader of my party. You know, I'll go along with it. And now they're stuck you know with their name attached to this yeah this 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 socialist you know circus so good luck to all those uh 27 or so democrats modern dems who are going to have to defend um this disastrous maneuver the man the man himself in front of the pope and you're going to trust him with delivering one vote also that's another thing the man can't deliver one vote so yeah i'm not so sure that even progressives uh on the flip side are going to trust Joe Biden going forward on anything. Yeah, he's a big old mess. And the 2022 midterms, you know, uh, I always say there's a ton of time until the election. You know, don't underestimate Republicans' ability to f*** up when it comes to slam dunk elections. Uh, But, you know, here we are sitting, you know, what are we now? I guess 11 months or so from the election. And, you know, if it were to happen today, it would be a massive landslide. But there's a lot of time, and and we're going to, of course, uh, do an in-depth review of what's been going on with, you know, candidate recruitment, uh, redistricting has been going on, and we're going to do a full preview of the midterms within the coming few weeks because, you know, it's going to be basically the story of the year, the midterm elections. But something could happen first that could change the entire landscape here in this hole that we know as D.C., right? John Cornyn. Texas Republican senator has reached out to Senator Joe Manchin and encouraged him to switch parties. Uh, And this was something that we talked about as a possibility before. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I will say that there are some signs that it could happen because, you know, like, like we said, right. Manchin has reelection in 24. Yeah. He's not going to win as Democrat in a presidential election year in West Virginia, which is going to vote 70 plus percent for a Republican for president. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I mean, last time he barely won and it was a non presidential year. Yeah. It was the 18 midterms, which was a, a blue year. So he's got a lot of headwinds, right? And he can make a deal now that could really get him a lot, get West Virginia a lot, and what, which is something that he's, he said he, is his main priority is getting for West Virginia, as we've seen in these bills, right? So, you know, I, I don't put that as a, a really long shot possibility. I'd say, you know, probably about 33 and a third percent. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I would say so too. You know me with my percentages. Yeah, I like to be exact. The um, you know, th- this opposition surely bought him time. Um, bought him a lot of, I think, some some dividends, some some breathing room. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, the, the other Democrat that that I could think, of, and this is going back to the Bush years. I'm going way back here, when I, like when I was in high school. But the other, you know, Democratic senator who was kind of who was conservative-ish. And, you know, hail from a, a very red state was was Ben Nelson of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he won reelection when his state went overwhelmingly Republican. Um, but, uh, you know, he he decided to retire, though. Right. Uh, I don't think Joe Manchin's going to retire. I think he'll either roll the dice on reelection. And if the people send him back, they send him back. And if not, he'll he'll take that house boat and go home. But I mean, it's not necessarily selling out. I mean, look at the gut. Gov- I, I forget the governor's name. Was elected as a Democrat, changed parties. Justice. Yeah, Justice. Justice. yeah Jim Justice was a Democrat. Big Jim party. Justice, and he is f-ing big. He's a big yeah. guy. In fact, he announced that at a big Trump rally in West Virginia. Yeah, that was Trump hilarious. Boss move. But, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, just do it. Just do it, Joe. I mean, if, if he does that, he will be senator for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. That's going to be a lot of political intrigue. The other stuff that's going on right now, obviously, the media is obsessed with COVID. Uh, they can't get enough of it. They are, they are tubing in the closet to COVID. Let's run down the list here of things that happen on COVID during this time, because they use the holidays as cover to admit a lot of things that conservatives have been saying for a really long time. Yeah. First off, Biden acknowledged his vaccine mandates aren't popular, right? He just straight out admitted it. Uh, then he said that there is no federal solution to COVID and that it's a state issue, even uh-huh. though he claimed he alone could stop this pandemic. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, remember I have a plan? Not so much, Joe. Not I'll so much. Right? Down the virus, Mimi. Then, then they admitted cloth masks are useless, right? We, we, we've talked about that forever, right? Yeah. Then Fauci finally admitted that there was a difference between people in the hospital with COVID or because of COVID. Right. Okay. They finally admit that other health factors, including obesity, are putting people more at risk from COVID, which is everything that was been said before about it. Right. Pre-existing conditions, pre-existing conditions, pre-existing conditions. We've been saying it. Right. We've been saying it. Oh, yeah. And finally... Oh, there's a couple more here, actually. It's a long list. Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's the keep, keep rattling them off. Yeah. Man. There's a lot. MSNBC hosts and other members of the liberal media acknowledging that COVID for the vaccinated is no worse than the flu, which we've been saying for how long, right? <laughs> then they change the CDC quarantine guidelines. 
yeah. right? Because, yeah. because these quarantine guidelines are forcing companies into a position where the country is basically falling apart at the seams. Specifically because, airlines. Yeah. Because people are, yeah, specifically airlines. Because people are being forced to stay at home when they don't need to be, right? So then they change the quarantine guidelines now down to five days. And then Fauci admits, well, this is less about the science and more about the economic impact. Oh, so, so now, so now the economic impact plays into it. What the fuck is going on here? You know, these are all things that we've been saying for more than a year. And the whole why from the inception here was that the vaccine will prevent the spread. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, I'm pretty sure it's something like 65% of cases now are people that are vaccinated. Yeah. So we know that the vaccinated people can get it and they can spread it. Yep. Which yep. If you're not a dumbass, you knew from the start, right? Oh, you're, like, you you were you were banned on Twitter for saying that. You were, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent on Twitter for saying that the fully vaccinated definition was going to change, which it which it is going to change. It's going to change very soon. The boosted. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. I was just amused about how liberal America took the new quarantine guidelines as if to say they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what do you mean? <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah the people, the the science people are now. Going against your narrative of, of fear, and um, now there's nothing. There's nothing that, that that can hold up this this house of cards anymore. I mean, the mandates aren't popular since the vaccine, you know, doesn't prevent transmission, as originally you know noted. You know, now there's no reason for that to be honest with you. So everything to keep everybody afraid has has just collapsed around them, and they don't know what to do. So. Uh, well, and they keep pushing. They keep pushing. Okay. Like you said, they're going to change the definition to being boosted for being fully vaccinated. They keep the mask mandates. The pa vaccine passports are popping up all over the place more than ever before, even though oh. it doesn't make a fucking difference. Yeah, and that's coming for domestic travel, by the way, folks. Well, not 100%. I guarantee I, that's you, you know that's happening. Yeah, probably. In February, watch that happen. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think they're going to be able to get away with that. I really don't, but we'll see. I, mean, I think that, I think union esque, isn't it? You know, like, oh, I want to fly to Nebraska. Well, where are your papers? Yeah, show me your papers. I mean, the so, thing is, the thing is that would prevent that is the airline unions. Yeah, I because think. that would definitely have an impact on their business. Oh, their their earnings report will will bottom uh, out. I mean, it'll just be obliterated. Yeah. So oh. I I mean. You know, I, I don't know that there's going to be uh, an appetite for that. Now, they're certainly talking about it for sure. Uh, you know, the people in D.C. here that like to make decisions that have massive impacts but don't think of the impacts before they do it. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'd say probably 55-45 that it does happen. Yeah. I'd lean in your direction on that. But I, I don't know. I think there's probably some headwinds to that. More so that then changing the definition like you said of vaccinated oh well that's like a 98 percent probability. yeah i'd put that at 90 percent about that you know and, and they just talk about it nonstop all day every day yeah uh today was the first day that i was back in the office after the holiday mm -hmm. and it was the first time that i watched cable news since december 23rd literally the entire time i didn't watch cable news <laughs> I watched the I watched the local news last night to see about the people freezing on the highway here in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, but didn't watch cable news the whole time. And I was way better off for it. Oh. I'm sitting there listening to these these CNN and MSNBC just 
fucking yeah. and they're they're you know screaming about covid and january 6th and this and that and i'm like no Fear wonder why our country's so yeah because these people don't even know what's important to the american people yeah. they're not talking about inflation oh, right no. They're not talking about the open southern border where people are flooding across. They're not talking about more people dying in this country, uh, particularly 18 to 36-year-old males of fentanyl overdose than of COVID cancer and car accidents combined. You know? It's got to worry about the virus with a 99% survivability rate. It's more than 99% now. On (laughs) Omicron cases, the death rate is like 0.08%. Oh yeah, it's true. No one has really died from this. Yeah, literally, the yeah. the most we're of the deaths with the, we're still dealing with a Delta uh, wave here. I think. Yes, I think most of the deaths. I was just about to say are I think are Delta leftovers. Yeah, because people that have documented cases of Omicron, it was something like twenty seven thousand cases resulted in 20, uh, 24 deaths. Yeah, you know, do the math. Yeah, right. You can't, like, you, can't, you can't you can't lock down the country again. It's just crazy. And and then he has the the audacity to say Biden after he returns, you know, from his ten day uh, vacation in Delaware, right? When the when the country is facing so many crises, right? And he is just MIA the into, the entire time. Returns from Delaware, which by the way, in his first year of being president, almost almost first year, he has spent more than twenty five percent of his time in Delaware. Okay. Yeah. Part-time oh. president, part-time oh. president. That's then cool. he ha- then he shows his limited knowledge of what the f- is going on and where the f- he is today when he called this a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Take a listen. So there's no excuse, no excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we got to make more progress. What the f- that doesn't cut it anymore. I mean, it's well, not only that. It's not true. It's <laughs> great. It's not based in reality, right? Like if if you had maybe a 50-50 split, right, of unvaccinated versus vaccinated on cases, I'd say, okay, maybe you can make that argument. But it's not. It's a massive amount of people getting the virus, a massive amount of people that are hospitalized have been vaccinated. And that's just because I think we're over well over 70% of the country's vaccinated. Yeah, it's not going to get much higher than that. And, you know, they're not helping their case here that it it doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot to stop the spread. Right. It doesn't seem to get you your rights back. That shouldn't have been taken in the first place when you get your vaccine, even though that was what was promised. Right. It doesn't help that they're lessening treatments available. Right. You can't get monoclonal antibodies anymore. Did you know that? Oh, no, and uh, race is being taken into account in New York, I know. Yeah, they severely cut back the amount that's being set to states because the the federal government doesn't want it to be. They don't want it used on Omicron because it's being used, they said, as like a crutch for the unvaccinated who don't want to get vaccinated, right? So their their idea is let's starve people of a life-saving treatment to force them into getting our vaccine. It's kind of also another thing that would have gotten you banned is by promoting monoclonal antibodies. (laughs) Which were roundly rejected because DeSantis liked them, right? And Ivermectin. And then, well, yeah, I don't want to go down that path. But, uh, <laughs> it, you know, that, that's a little bit too far for me. People have said it works. Okay, great for them. I mean, I don't know if I'd use it. Maybe if I'm, like, on my deathbed and it's a last-ditch effort. But the, the real thing that works 
is the monoclonal antibodies. I've seen it work. It worked for my sister. Yeah. And like literally overnight better. And it's an outpatient treatment. You don't need to hospitalize, right? It's quick, in and out, bing, bang, boom, done, right? And what did they do? Federal government, stop it. It's not, not available. Yep. Not available anymore. And not only that, like you said, the one where it is available in very few quantities, if you're white, you're not allowed. Yeah, no whites. And that's not an, that's not an exaggeration. It's literally laid out in their documentation. I'm, I'm sure that, that's a lawsuit right away in that. And, well, that's what I said earlier. I said, isn't that illegal? I know. Right? Yeah. That's and like now the same thing, <laughs> same thing with the pill. You know the pill that they have now? Yeah, Pfizer pill. Yeah. Or Merck. Was it Merck or Pfizer? I think, I think it's Merck. Yeah. The pill, apparently, which works really well, according to many, uh, is not available in large quantities, but is out there and also should only be given to non-whites. Oh, my God. Like that literally went out in a, a notice at a Maryland hospital because yeah. it should only be prescribed for non-white people because of the limited supply i i, I, I mean to, to be honest with you i mean playing monday morning quarterback what, what this should have been was i mean and now again they were never going to say this because of the politics involved and because joe biden wanted to be that guy but you know it's, it's like the flu vaccine you, you get the flu vaccine to prevent you know dying or getting seriously seriously ill but you can still get it you know that's what's going to be with covid and it's endemic. Yeah. I learned to live with it. And, you know, it's a great thing. If you get the shot, you know, your choice, but you know, you're not going to die if you get infected, but you well, know, that's what we've been saying. Since the beginning. Get, yeah. And now he got this uh, so-called flu Rona, which is hilarious. You know, of course they were going to make something. I mean, up. I, I mean months ago, I, I heard about people getting the flu and, and COVID at the same time. Yeah. Well, they're just hyping this now, you know, as part of their additional uh, uh, panic porn train. I know. Yeah. Cause no one's dying from Omicron. So they got yeah. something else that's scary. It needs something to get people scared. Um, and then of course, you know, we have another Biden gaffe of the day here. The president doesn't even know what year it is. Take a listen. There's a lot of reason to be hopeful in 2020. We are in such good hands. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Um, and then remember how Biden said, Oh, there's no chance I won't run for reelection now. Not so much. She said, uh, only if I'm in good health will I run again. Yeah, there you go. That's the out. That's yep. the escape hatch. Yeah, that's the he's out. Yep, here exactly. For months probably, and he's gonna be like, "I'm too old, sick, and stupid. I'm myself like crazy even more in front of the Pope. So I can't, I can't run anymore." <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that'll quite be his announcement, but yeah, I think he got the gist of it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then um, they can't go to Camel. I mean, they can't. I mean, after that, I mean. I, I, after that, her, her, her uh, answer on inflation, which was a softball given to her by CBS News, you know, it, it, it speaks to everything that, that, that's been, you know, written about her office. Oh, where, where she couldn't talk about, she like, anything. talk about inflation. Yeah. You know, it basically was like, it was like word salad, then build back better, make good. It was, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, it goes, I mean, forget the toxic environment, which we all know, which we've known about. We've known about the, that, that she's a, and that everybody wants to kill themselves who works for her. But the whole the the part about her not reading the briefs mm-hmm. that have been, you know, curtailed for her or made for her, there it is right there. There it is right there. Well, you know, they've they're really boxed into a corner here on this. And 
you know, we've been talking about it. So, you know, say say Joe decides not to run for re-election, which I, I don't see how he could mount a re-election run. I just don't see it. But with approvals in the 30s, which will probably still stay. Well, there. yeah. I, I mean, besides that, you know, just just from a health angle and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, because this this next presidential campaign, regardless of the status of covid, will not be a. Oh, there are going to rally. Oh, yeah. There's going to be rallies out of the basement. No more baseball. Oh, it time. doesn't. It's it doesn't even necessarily. You know, it doesn't even necessarily need to be full blown rallies. It, it'll have to be, you know, appearances. Just raw number of appearances, right? Whether it be, you know, stopping at a deli, just retail politics. You yeah, know, yeah. Well, like, he does, you know, he does one deli stop now, and he's like gas. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can't. You know, he got away with it in 2020 because they manufactured the whole thing. You know, to yeah. his benefit, but. You know, say he becomes the lame duck president, and says I'm not running again. That doesn't mean Kamala is is president, right? Say he remains in office, so she's running as the vice president, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody likes her. She sucks. She's horrible. Biden's approval ratings will weigh on her significantly. You know, who else do they have? Right, Mayor Pete. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're talking about before and past episodes. You know, Mayor Pete's kind of being groomed to like to for, for for the vacuum that might happen but i mean is well that, he's done is nothing that, exactly is that really the best he has his his most stunning accomplishment so far is the fact that he had a kid and went on and went a wall for three months but <laughs> he went a wall on paternity leave which you know let, let's be realistic uh and then during this worst supply chain crisis this country has ever seen, which of course is a major priority for the Secretary of Transportation, sure. uh, you know, and he's done nothing, right? They they haven't accomplished anything, and yep. not to mention that, where was he the last twenty four hours when literally the main federal highway of the United States, I ninety five, which runs down the entire eastern seaboard, is shut down in Virginia and is still shut down at this hour. For over over thirty hours now, yeah, causing massive supply chain disruption along the eastern seaboard. The line of trucks alone is staggering. Let alone yeah. the number of people that were stranded on the highway. What Including is he Senator Kane. Well, yeah, he kind of why he it. went on. Why he decided to drive through a snowstorm. Yeah, we could we yeah, could I mean, that later on. That's, but, that's like, a whole other episode. You know, tying it into the Mayor Pete thing. Where is he at? He hasn't said a thing. I don't think has he even tweeted. About this, like, uh, I don't, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> who else do they got? You know, he hasn't tweeted Never about had- it. <laughs> yeah, the Department of he retweeted a a Department of Transportation tweet that was sent five hours ago, which was more than twenty four hours after the crisis started, Jeez. and the U.S. Department of Transportation apparently is doing nothing to help VDOT. And the state police and all of them get this mess cleaned up. Oh. Um, which you know, I mean, those people shouldn't have been on the road anyway. Part of it's their fault. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be called a victim blamer, but you know, really, it, they shouldn't have driven into a blizzard. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, that's that's just fact. But yeah, you know that that's what's going on there. It, it, it's a total disaster. The entire the entire uh, leadership lack of leadership of this country is honestly stunning and i we're gonna need the national guard to help those people on that road uh they're getting some of them out now um there's only i think 30 or 40 cars left to be towed and then they can 
fully clear it and restart traffic, which they're hoping to do tonight. But oh. the temperature's dropping. Temperature's about to drop, yeah. I mean, yeah. and we all know because of the backup, they didn't, you know, the, the, no salt trucks, no plows. I mean. Well, they have gotten through now. Uh, oh. The salt trucks have gotten through. The plow trucks have started to get through. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. It'll be a while. But it, it, it's just like another a microcosm right there of like the Department of Transportation is in charge of federal highways. Yeah. Right. Like Virginia is doing the cleanup here. VDOT, you know, is, of course, responsible for snow removal. But when you're talking about the shutdown of the most major federal highway in the United States, don't you think that the U.S. Department of Transportation should do something to assist? Yeah, something. I thought this was, you know, a return to norms, a return to competency. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, now, you know, return to norms. Speaking of that, they want to apparently uh, destroy the filibuster. Oh, yeah, because, you know, they can't get anything done. I yep. know. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if the bills weren't trash and, you know, communist uh, fodder, then, you know, maybe something could get done. I mean, it's not like Joe Manchin for weeks has said, yep. I can get behind it if you take out the crazy stuff. And... Yeah, in fact, you know what? I I would say he would probably get maybe four or five Republican senators to get behind this if the crazy stuff was out of it. I dare say, Mitt Romney. Well, yeah, I mean they'll vote, for, they'll vote for any massive spending package, turncoats. We saw what they did on the yeah, oh for sure on the what's it called the 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 little one. Yeah, well, little one point two trillion. Uh, what, what what was the uh, the the Biff? The Biff. There we go. The Biff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Biff. But, yeah, but they didn't. And now, although I will say, I will say that, yes, the BIF was a terrible bill and should not have been voted on by Republicans, but strategically, it may have saved us from Build Back Better. Yeah, probably. Right. Like, uh, I, you know, it sucks. It's a tough pill to swallow because they, I mean, they should have never done that, but none of this should have ever happened, honestly. But You know, it is what it is. Now, apparently, uh, Pramila Jayapal, the commie, wants Joe Biden to pass Build Back Better through executive action. Apparently, no, he can't do. I don't know he, where he these people like. <laughs> he doesn't know how the Constitution works. You know. Yeah, the the executive can totally pass. You know, mm-hmm. a trillion plus. You know, spending bills here. <laughs> yep. Uh, inflation continues to spike, and it's expected to drive even higher this year. Uh, food prices are estimated to skyrocket. Gas is estimated to skyrocket. Uh, so, you know, it's... it's fill the Tupperware with gas, everybody. Go to the gas station and fill those... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and you alluded to this. Kamala Harris's answer about inflation. Oh, the total, horrible. The, just a total train wreck. Let's take a listen to that. Was it wrong to consider inflation transitory? I mean, these price spikes seem like they're going to be with us for a while. We have to address the fact that we got to deal with the fact that folks are paying for gas, paying for groceries, and need solutions to it. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. Short-term solution includes what we need to do around the supply chain, right? So we went to the ports of Los Angeles, Long Beach, Savannah, Georgia, and said, hey, guys, no more five days a week, eight hours a day, 24-7. Let's move the products because people need their product. They need what they need. We're dealing with it in terms of the long term, and that's about what we need to do to pass Build Back Better. It strengthens our economy. It's like, again, she knew this was coming. This mm-hmm. is an administration that has that pre-screens all the f- questions. 
Yep. And she f***ed up. Yeah. Like, Lord, help me, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> the border crisis continues to spiral out of control. Obviously, uh, we talked to our good friend Julio about that before Christmas. And he, of course, will be at the border reporting on what's going on there. I guaranteeing, and he's betting a bunch of money that he's going to spend a lot of time reporting there at the border because things are getting worse. They continue to get worse down there. It's totally out of control. Apparently now the Biden administration, it's so bad. They're even considering finishing the parts of the wall that were already paid for. Oh, wow. That will, that will totally kill democratic enthusiasm with whatever's left for 2022. And maybe, well, you know, I do think Most people just, don't forget or forgive those that, that progressive wing. That's fair. That's still still about Iraq. So, (laughs) yeah, but I do think that there's a sizable portion of Dems, even as much as half now, that realize that the complete disaster that the southern border is with the uh, illegal immigration uh, is a significant electoral liability. Yeah, a lot of the they want they want all of the illegals here. They just want to win the elections. Yeah. Right. And they need to win the elections in order to make those illegals legal. Yeah. Right. So that's where that is. <laughs> uh, well, good news, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, 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 there's no good news. That's the problem. Yeah, no. um, you know, uh, the, the good news for me was that we got a snowstorm, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles are in the playoffs and that's it. Yeah. yeah. good personal news but you know the country's falling apart and the economy is terrible um there's illegals everywhere crimes rising inflation skyrocketing so you know you can't really be too upbeat about this you know of course we'll try to bring you the good news when there is some little bits of it but uh what else do we got oh remember when they tried to bash on ron desantis for supposedly being missing Oh yeah, he was at his uh, he was at his wife's side who was uh, getting cancer treatment. How yeah. dare he? Meanwhile, like, like going back to Mayor Pete, you know, he he took three months off uh-huh. and didn't do anything during the supply chain crisis, and now this. So you know, Santos hear- literally took like two days off to be by his wife's side while she was getting major chemo, and he was basically working the whole time. He was just not making a public appearance, and people were freaking out. And I'm like, "Where is he?" Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, where's Biden half the time? Well, you know, yesterday and this morning, people were like, "Oh, well, you know, Glenn Youngkin, Virginia governor, up this snowstorm response." Yeah. There's only one problem with that. Yep. And what is that problem? Oh, the problem is that he's not governor. He's not governor until January 15th. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Governor Blackface who's, you know, doing the moonwalk, trying to get out of office without having to deal with this. Yeah. So, oh. it, it, when I woke up and saw that this morning, I'm like, wait, these people are serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, okay, it's only one or two people. And then, it, then, then, then the blue checks started yeah. in there. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, literally, all you had to do was Google yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like every single local, I mean, just in terms of Virginia local news, that local ABC and NBC outlets have been like, you know, talking about the inauguration for weeks now or days, I should say, you know, what, what's, what's being planned. There's going to be no fancy inaugural ball. It's going to be like a, yeah. more of a, like a picnic or not like a picnic, but you know what I mean? Like an open invite dinner, which is nice. So, um, although you can't get me to, I mean, I'm glad Youngkin won, but I'm not going to Richmond. <laughs> well, yeah. 
I mean, you know, that's that's one of those things. It's yeah. like, who really wants to go to Richmond? Yeah. Every time I've gone down to Richmond, it's been a disaster in terms of getting back home. There's always an accident, and this ice, this 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 thing down there, you know, forget about it. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, that's one of the things is in yeah. the area that this this Virginia 95, uh, you know, apocalypse happened is one of the worst areas of 95 in the country. Oh, it is. Uh, it's always bad regardless. And, you know, I mean, you can leave are- at 4 a.m. I've still hit traffic. Oh, it's, yeah, totally. It's totally. Horrible, horribly designed. It's just it's just bad. So, yeah, I, I actually I do hope those people get the hell out of there. Because I think they will be shortly. They've started to flow and move around, so things are loosening up a little bit there. But you know, they've been in the car for over 24 hours. A lot of people, yeah. so it's terrible. Uh, which further underlines the fact of whenever you take a long road trip like that, always make sure to have a full tank of gas. Yeah, you know, have some extra bottles of water in your car. Have a little emergency package. Yeah. Um, you know, there's only so much you could do. But, maybe, maybe some gold from Roslyn Capital. Oh my God. Not financial advice. Um, <laughs> moving along, your VIP column today on Town Hall tackles this yeah. topic, but the great Marjorie Taylor Greene was permanently suspended from Twitter yes. uh, because of COVID, quote, misinformation. Misinformation. Meanwhile, you have ho- like CNBC host Sean Kramer tweeting, the tests don't work, which is mm-hmm. like, if that is not misinformation, then I don't know what it is. Well, you know, I'm a little skeptical of the tests, to be honest. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's not again. We all know it's not 100, but it, it is. It's a very good gauge if you're if you're presenting with symptoms. I'm just saying, you know, 80. I'll take the 85, 90 percent, you know, efficacy. But well, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I, the thing I have a problem with with the tests uh, before we get into this MTG stuff is the, the asymptomatic people getting tested. Like, yeah. I, I get if you have to get tested for, you know, travel to another country or whatever, which is stupid or, to begin with, because, you know, they say, yeah. they say, oh, you have to do it within 72 hours. Oh, like you can't get infected in that 72 hours or at the airport or on the airplane. Yeah, I know. You know, it does nothing. Right. You know, if people are sick with symptoms, they should know not to travel. I mean, that's, you know, but again, you're wearing a mask, right? Aren't the masks supposed to work? Yeah. Right. Also, how many people probably got exposed to it waiting in those lines? Yeah, those it, lines it, were there. Ever it was a Chinese fire drill in New York City. I mean, everyone was packed like sardines, waiting, waiting to get swabbed. I'm just like, well, yeah, like, that this is how you get COVID. In, in in Vermont, I believe, wasn't there a bunch of like yeah. asymptomatic people that were trying to that were clogging up all the hospitals? Oh well, yeah, it's not only how you get COVID is either waiting in those lines or going to the hospital when you don't need to, which is just yeah. straight up retarded. Yeah. Uh, you can also catch a host of other. Besides COVID, that's probably a right. lot for those old for those older folks, especially flu. But God knows what petri dish in there. But if you're sick, yeah. why would you go stand in the cold for multiple hours? Yeah, made it worse. What sense does that make? That's how you get fucking pneumonia. Yeah, like, the whole thing is just so so stupid. Yeah, it, it, like you know, and then you get these journos on Twitter. The blue checks are like, oh, look at this box of at-home tests that I'm hoarding. And yeah, I'm like, I know. Okay. It's at Christmas time. I'm like, you guys need to just like that. Those aren't for you. Those are for <laughs> there are people. Well, you know, I, I listen. I, I do love to hoard supplies. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. But you don't post about it on Twitter. I uh, yeah, you hide that stuff. <laughs> you know, I got a couple boxes of at-homes, but they're not gonna f- 
and post on Twitter and say, oh, look at me. I got a couple of boxes of Binax. Like, are you kidding me? That's the good stuff right there. It is the good stuff. And I'm not paid by Abbott, but um, not this cheap knockoff Chinese tests and masks. Like, that's the other ridiculous thing going on here. Everything that's being used for this is all Chinese. And I'm like, have we forgotten where the virus was made? Is anyone home? And I'm going to say made, not not leaked, made. Made. Because if you look at, you know, here, here, you put my tinfoil hat on real quick here. If you look at these economic numbers of China, right, versus the rest of the world, it's, they've somehow managed to not only, you know, further close the gap, but exceed the gap in exports, in GDP, all of this, you know, and while their internal economy is crashing, but they basically reset the world. Yeah. And they did it with no consequence. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. And Total we'll coincidence, them. right? Total coincidence. And their reward, the Olympics in a few weeks, which should be a real f-ing blast. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sidebar there. Wow. Um, That's true. I, I totally agree. No, this, I, it's done on purpose. I mean, who, who can't? Who, I mean, for God's sake, this was done on purpose. I just feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Yeah. With, you know, I, I, I see all this and I'm like, is no one going to do anything about this? Like, we're not going to. You know, the only way anything would have been done was if Trump was president. Yeah. He would have taken revenge on G for sure. Um, but anyway, Marjorie Taylor Greene was suspended for, yes. quote, repeated violations of the COVID-19 misinformation policy. But. Being, it makes no sense because that's her, per, her her personal account has been suspended. Her government account is still on. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? The, the well, there's part- rules about what you can put out on your on your actual representative uh-huh. account, having to do with campaigning and other stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you could you could put the COVID stuff out there, but they'll probably yeah. just ban that too. And then we're you know in another another whole era of this debate here regarding the big tech gods and their overlordship over what's the right type of information well yeah of course they want to censor everybody that doesn't apply to the conform narrative and in this case the the mortal sin that she committed was she tweeted out the official u.s government statistics on deaths following the covid19 vaccine yeah there's it's there's quite okay i can't i can't sugarcoat it a lot of people have died Everybody knows what VAERS is, right? It's like the vaccine adverse reaction, something reporting, whatever. Okay. We're talking deaths here. Yeah. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Right? It is a lot. It, 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 it is a lot. Yes. Okay. And sure, you know, you could, you could say, well, this has saved lives, the vaccine and blah, blah, blah. And of course that argument could be made. And I, I don't disagree with that, but there's a lot of deaths, right? That, like you said, you can't sugarcoat that there's been deaths, which is what, you know, the COVID establishment is loving to do. They say, oh, well, it's free. It's safe. It's effective. It's totally great. Phenomenal. Yeah. But, you know, the problem is, is that there's like 30, what, 30,000 deaths reported after the COVID vaccine or something like that. So, which, yeah, as a percentage is small, but a decent amount of them have been in particularly males uh oh yeah under the 30, age of 35 yeah 35 to 45 or something i saw it was like a 15 percent increase in deaths since uh yeah well it's under under 45 more under 35 
Oh. And it's all because of the heart. Yeah. yeah Myocarditis. Yeah. You know, and, and remember, a lot of people have said, why do these kids even need the vaccine? And I've said this from the beginning. I wouldn't, if I had a child, I would not get them the COVID vaccine. I just straight up wouldn't do it. Yeah. And that doesn't make me anti-vax. It makes me smart about decisions for my children. And this is coming from me. I'm vaccinated. But, you know, under the age of 18, what was the death rate with COVID? Like 0.00002? Ridiculous. And most of the kids who died, um, needless to say, were, were not very healthy kids. Well, yeah, it, it's just, you know, the whole argument is that, oh, it's, it's safe and effective. And I'm like, sure, effective, maybe, but you can't blanket policy say it's safe, especially when you compare it to other vaccines. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, that was that was what got me was when they when they started comparing it to like, you know, say the polio vaccine or hepatitis or yeah, yeah. You know, or even the flu vaccine. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, that's not great. So, you know, and I'm I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just, yeah, I I look at the data and I say, that's not good. Right. You looked at it. You looked at it too. Somebody, remember, we're all different here. There's always going to be people who have, you know, very bad reactions to, to, to vaccines and tragically it leads to some deaths, but uh, you know, I mean, this this is it is what it is, and it's 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 not misinformation to to highlight that there's been people dying, but um, yeah, it's it's just it, it's out of place data point, and she pointed it out, and the the establishment didn't like it, and so they took away her ability to talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah, and whatever you know, this it only makes her stronger. To be honest with you, sure, sure, but my problem that I have with it. Uh, is that this new Twitter CEO? Oh, this guy! Oh my God! Um, is basically a f- communist, yeah. and I'll probably I mean, get banned for saying. I mean, that. yeah, no. Well, we're going to be gone. We're definitely in in a, in a cut coming soon. Um, and he's not a U.S. citizen, apparently. I don't know that for sure. So, so I can't figure it out, and that only further intensifies my intrigue. They're hiding it. But I I have seen the argument made. And I'm not saying that this is factual because I can't confirm or deny this, but I've seen the argument made that this guy's not even a U.S. citizen, right? Yet he is censoring U.S. government officials on a U.S. company platform that's meant, you know, it's used as one of the primary free speech zones of this country. Okay. He is deciding to censor her, but the Ayatollah can basically say he wants to murder the entire nation of Israel and it's totally cool. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's where we're at here. And yeah. I don't know whether he's a citizen or not. I can't find it, which makes me even more suspicious. But, I mean... Brave new world. Yeah, well, you know, I, they're, they're going to have to do something about this. They're going to have to do something about this, but... You know, is the question determining Twitter as a public utility or, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't like any of the options. I, like, I, I don't like it either. But, you know, the inner fascist in me is like, let's just nationalize. Them. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know, like, what the the government being in control of more things is never a great idea. Especially when these people think that the internet is a series of tubes. 
Yeah, well, uh, honestly, that's not one of that. That claim is actually one of the more realistic (laughs) versus some of the things that they. It's just just government more. I know we don't want to feed the beast. You want to, you know, yeah. You want to starve it and then drown it in the bathtub. I get it. (laughs) Um. Speaking of deaths, I guess we'll do this now. Yes. Um, of course, we lost the great Betty White. Rest in peace. Terrible. You know, and not to be, again, the tinfoil hat guy here, but three days after her booster. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just it, saying. It was um, 99. I'm just saying. Get that was, old, they, they die. It's like their job. She was 99. <laughs> but she had just taped several previous appearances. She looked great. She sounded great. And it's a little suspicious, a little <laughs> suspicious, okay? Also, that New York so, Times editor, that New York Times editor that dropped dead two days after the booster. Well, he was like 49, yeah. No, that's, uh-huh. That's yeah. 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 But I, I can't, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll f*** around with this. Betty White was assassinated. Let's 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 just. What, by the COVID vaccine? By the COVID vaccine. All right. <laughs> uh, John Madden, of course, uh-huh. the great John Madden, rest in peace. And not so much rest in peace to senator harry reed although although i will say this was this was said in uh after his death which by the way it was pretty ironic that madden died which greatly overshadowed harry yeah. reed dying like basically nobody even knew harry reed died that guy i agree but also maybe not so much that guy because we wouldn't have the supreme court that we do now even though they've been disappointing recently we'll see if they come through on the vaccine mandate stuff but we wouldn't have that. No, you know? it's true. So his 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 uh, you know changing of the rules of the filibuster for judicial nominees ushered in a lot of conservative judges. So the Harry Reid uh, legacy. There you go. Nonetheless, still a piece of shit. was hilarious yeah. when he got beat in the face by that uh, exercise equipment. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today. Uh, of course, if you want to help us fight back against Biden, uh, you know, join Town Hall VIP. You also get the uncensored version of Triggered. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. So go to townhall.com slash subscribe today. Use the promo code Triggered to get 25% off. You'll be directly funding us through the midterms, telling the truth about these Democrats who are destroying our country and get access to some of the most amazing content out there, including not only Triggered Uncensored, but Matt's VIP columns, Kurt's VIP members only content, including his columns, videos, podcasts, Katie's stuff. You'll be directly supporting us. So thank you to all of you who are VIPs. It means the world to us. We love all of you. We love all of our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. And of course, if you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com we will see you on thursday january 6th for a commemorative episode get those tiki torches ready no 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 not it wasn't the torches remember that that was oh, different yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, guess I suppose we could repurpose the torches. Yeah, you wanna. Uh, but yes we will have a uh, commemorative episode of january 6th on thursday because all you're going to hear about all week is how it was worse than 9-11. We're going to say what could have been. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not take it that far. But, uh, you know, the whole thing this week is, you know, January 6th and COVID jerk off. And (laughs) real quickly, before we finish here, you know that they're talking about building a permanent monument for January 6th. 
<laughs> I saw that. I'm like, you, you, it's comical on all levels. <laughs> I'm like, you know, the only person that died was a Republican, right? No, Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I know. Oh, my God. The whole thing is ridiculous. And they're just going to be on and on and on. CN's hosting specials, and the president's supposed to speak at the Capitol, and this and that. It's just totally outrageous. So we're going to be talking about the truth oh, yes. on January 6th here on Triggered on Thursday. And we will see you then. Later. Later.